because you get sucked in. And the problem is that you won't finish your job at work. Yeah. We'll take it home. Yeah. Uh, first of all, meet Jen Barna, uh, who's a wonderful to meet you. She is the head and founder and the dreamer and the vision holder of docworking.com, where it's about really addressing uh, and supporting the lives of physicians from multiple different aspects and to really uh, to, to put them in a place where they can be feeling enhanced, fulfilled, your path, your way, right? And so uh, I told her about our conversation recently and I said, we have got to have you as a guest because you have been so amazingly creative. <laughs> All these wonderful, as Jen said to me earlier today, uh, life hacks in terms of how you managed and, and streamlined your life and, and continue to make it exciting and fun for yourself. And uh, after uh, how many years of practice now, so I'm proud and amazed to introduce Dr. Miriam Michael, who is a hospitalist, an internist, and also an entrepreneur, a mother of four who are now uh, thriving adult, young adult uh, uh, children. And you've done it all and you continue to do it all. So wow, first of all. And secondly, <laughs> as we talked about, because we covered so much in our conversation, you and I recently, that I said, you know, Jen, what we're going to do today is kind of a speed dating round. I'm going to throw, throw out a topic uh, because, again, you covered so much. I'm going to throw out a topic and just, you know, check your take on it. What would you tell uh, someone coming up behind you about these different aspects of life? Let's get started. Oh, that's a really great question. I think that part of it is that, you know, and it's exciting because women are coming into medicine at a bigger, and I teach at a medical school. So, and there was always these traditional subspecialties and a path that you had to take. And it doesn't really fit if you want to have a full life as a woman. And if you want to practice medicine the whole of your life. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to actually follow the blueprint of whatever your specialty says that you have to do. I mean, that's a suggestion. <laughs> and a big one. So let, let's Absolutely. get into our first question then. So talking about blueprints, let, let, let me go into the subtopics because I think that'll clarify some of that. One, how have you used technology to your advantage, embracing technology to kind of streamline your life? Oh my gosh, I'm sure you could do it without it, but it's so easy with technology. Mm -hmm. You know, first of all, one of the things that I always do is I always put everything together. So one is I love ways because I used to have a budget for, for tickets because I got a I had $150 budget for tickets. That way, you know, <laughs> it was in my budget. I would park illegally because I wanted to go out. And, you know, if I have a budget for a ticket, if I parked illegally and I got a $30 ticket, oh, well. But now with Waze, it's amazing. You can like, you know, that camera, they'll tell you ahead of time and all that stuff. Besides that, so I have Waze, you know, that parking thing where if you're in a restaurant, you can just click on and put money into your... Um, but more importantly, is Google Calendar to your ways, to your, you know, it just everything put together. It will remind me that I have to go somewhere else. It will tell me when to leave. More importantly, I know Alexa is weird, but I just embrace it. Alexa will tell me that in the morning what, you know, five things that I have to do. So it's really- now, a, how, I didn't know Alexa could do that. <laughs> 
you have to hook it to your Google Calendar. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. And if so, if you put your Google Calendar and you hook the maps as well as the ways, it will tell you if there's traffic and if you should leave early. So that's really helpful. And as a nephrologist, I stopped going to dialysis units about a couple months ago. I would go to six or seven dialysis units in, in, a, in a city. So sometimes it's not worth going to a dialysis unit because the traffic is so bad. So I would look on my calendar and it would tell me you need to leave like an hour and a half to go see one patient. So you would just not do that because you would reduce the frustration in your life just by having the technology all set up. It doesn't take as much time as it sounds like it would. It's just an investment upfront and it's a huge difference. The other part that's important is I'm not afraid to leave. I, I mean, I think that's also part of being medicine is that this is a great profession. You can leave and you don't lose. You have choices. Mm -hmm. You have choices. I mean, I've left medicine and just done nephrology and then I've left nephrology and just done medicine, but you can always leave, but you have to make sure you don't lock your doors behind you. You always have to take your board exam. You always have to do your CME. You always have to keep your license. You have to do the hard spot, which is kind of where the virtual assistant comes in. You know, because I'm so scattered, I need somebody to track that. So I have these, I'm sure you do too. I have these spreadsheets with all my licenses, my CMEs, everything. And I can't keep up with that stuff. And he's supposed to. So, <laughs> so whenever I do this a CME. Up, there's a deadline coming up. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Told me, what do you mean there was a deadline? It's on my list for today, in fact. <laughs> And then that's yeah. the other thing is things that are on my, so I will forward it from my email, like things that are on my schedule, I'll forward to him and he puts it on my, my calendar mm-hmm. and things that are safe, not just my letters and stuff, but if I have a conference, he puts it on my thing with a reminder that's set in. If there's a CME that I did, I send him the CME certificate. He puts it on my drive. He puts it on my CME spreadsheet so that when I have to do my license, that spreadsheet just gets sent in. I want everything. I want my insurances are all put on a spreadsheet and with timelines and he's supposed to put it on, not only on the spreadsheet, but put it on my calendar. The problem is if you want to be organized like that, this just the time, it, the time that it requires you to do that is not available to you. It's, it's $5 an hour, seriously, if you're doing it overseas. Now there's like 17 different virtual assistant companies. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody asked me, well, what, how would you describe the pressures of medical, of life as a physician? I said, well, it's like that faucet that, <laughs> that isn't quite closed. And it's just this slow drip of stuff that keeps accumulating and accumulating and accumulating that you can never seem to get to. And it never seems to get better. And it's like, no, th- this doesn't make any sense. And at the same time, you know, I should be able to to be involved in my life as fully as I wanted to be. So let me ask you, how do you do it? Like, how do you do it without spreadsheets? Because I'm always desperately looking for other ideas of how to do things, like to keep up with your life. How do you keep up with your insurance and your bills and things like that? I mean, I use Mint for my for my money, uh, but how do you do other things like your insurances, your CMEs and things like that? And to take the time to set that up, I think is absolutely important. And if yeah. if I think that, that your example of having the virtual assistant help you with setting all that stuff up and to be able to 
you know, at the end of the year or at the end of by the deadline date or whatever is time for renewing something or somebody needs information, you know where to get it, boom, there it is, bum. You don't have to fish for it, trying to put it together at the last minute. So yeah, I agree. I'll tell you another thing, which you probably already use is mm -hmm. Evernote. Do you use Evernote? Don't. I oh, wanted tried. to use I it. Tried. I just didn't. I love it. I, I mean, you know, for stuff like receipts, yeah, recipes, animal vaccinations, you know, like things that when you're out on the go and you just need something right then and you can just, you just have it wherever, you, you know, you just always have it with you. Does that work better than the drive, than the Google drive? For me, it does because mm -hmm. I haven't, I mean, I use Google, I do use Google drive too for documents, you know, that I'm sharing with other people and we're all working on them, but mm -hmm. I find it harder to access that like really quickly. You don't get it from your phone? You know, I haven't, but perhaps I'm underutilizing it. I mean, you can get it on your phone. I just find it difficult to read, especially if you're dealing with large documents to read on the phone. I, I tend not to use it that way, but yeah, you can have access if you need quick information. I use this one thing called 1Password. And one of the biggest things that I'm really worried about mm -hmm. is as a nephrologist, and I probably will go back to it, even though I've left it for right now, I'm probably gonna go, you know, that's never ever, I never close a door. So one of the problems is that you, you have to have all these documents for these patients, but you're on the move and you can't leave it in your car. God forbid it gets, your car gets stolen or somebody breaks in. And now with everybody hacking everything, so one password is, you know, 265, whatever, encrypted. It keeps all my passwords. Mm -hmm. And if you're on the same Wi-Fi in the same room with your computer, it all syncs in simultaneously. So whatever password you used, and you changed will sync automatically to your computer if your phone and your computer are on the same Wi-Fi, secure Wi-Fi. So now, you know, notes scans, which is beautiful. Mm -hmm. So you can just take a picture and it scans a PDF of anything that you want and you can then mm -hmm. upload it into one password or your drive or I'm sure Evernote, which makes it so easy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now with virtual appointments, which I'll never go back, is, you know, Doximity has this free virtual phone number because unfortunately every patient of mine knows my cell phone, which was such a mistake. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Now I've been giving them that Doximity phone number. <laughs> now this okay. is something, this is another that's hack I didn't know cool. about, mm -hmm. the Doximity phone number. Yeah, so they that's give definitely you, a good one. Yeah, that's a good you one. A, uh, they give you a hip a compliant fax number, phone number, and they also give you a video portal. So one of the things that I don't have is I don't have any messaging. I don't have voicemail. Uh, there's a message on my voicemail saying, don't leave me voicemail because I don't have voicemail. Yeah, I've called. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's I, a good idea. <laughs> I purposely am very difficult with text. Uh, you can text me, but good luck. Uh, good luck. So... <laughs> Because I, I can't, I just can't. There's too much that you can't be with the person and doing whatever you want to do if there's everybody has access to you. Right. And not, I know it's not the way of normal Americans, but you can't. No, you can't. You can't. I think when in our first conversation, Jen, uh, that Miriam and I were talking about the ways that she avoids being on committees and <laughs> and, <laughs> and and she's lost like beeper after beeper over the years because it has made it very clear that I when I'm at home and I'm home when I'm at work I'm at work 
and you're not going to catch me in between. <laughs> That's true. And it's a really hard thing. I get a lot of hazing from that and I don't care. I do not have virtual access to any EMR. Zero. I refuse. They'll send it to me a thousand times. I do not have virtual access to EMR, any EMR from any hospital. And the reason is I am not, I do my work at work and I'm a hundred percent there, but I am not going, I can't, I don't have access. And I'll be, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have access to the EMR. I'm oh, so sorry. Call somebody who's in the hospital. Sorry. So now like all the nurses in all these different hospitals don't take phone orders. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're going to have to try to call somebody who's on call. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who's in the hospital <laughs> because you get sucked in and the problem is that you won't finish your job at work yeah we'll take it home yeah it's just all these smart moves and smart advice and and i love your energy i love your creativity and just like all these things that you you, you made challenges into opportunities to discover thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us this is Jen Barna and Gabriella Denry with Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us on today's episode, and please join us next week as we continue our conversation with Dr. Miriam Michael. Hello, and thank you for listening. This is Amanda Heron. I'm the producer of the Doc Working Podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, please like and subscribe. We would also love it if you checked out our website, which is docworking.com. And you can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Our Instagram is docworking1, and that is with the number one. When you check us out on social, please let us know what you would like to hear on the podcast. Your feedback really means a lot to us. And if you're a physician with a story to tell, please reach out to Jen at jen at docworking.com. Thank you again, and we'll see you next time.